Welcome to International Podcast Month, or IPM. IPM 2019 is brought to you by our Indiegogo producers, Richard Kreutz-Landry, Robert Anderson, The Drinking and Screaming Podcast, The Ostium Network, Damian Sidlow, Max Kasparek, Aaron Keon, Kyle Decker, Rocky Lee, Ryan Bolter, and Neon Green Tiger. A very special thank you to all of our Indiegogo supporters and to the IPM organizational team. And now, on to the episode. Time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. The Flight Risk Podcast is a Star Wars actual play crime dramedy set during the Old Republic era, where an eccentric group of mercenaries are thrust into the dark and violent world of organized crime. As agents of an enigmatic camp, they traverse the Outer Rim and attempt to not only survive, but to find their destinies without losing what's left of their souls. Subscribe at flightrisk.simplecast.fm. Welcome to our International Podcasting Month's Game of Mutants in the Night, designed by a wonderful non-binary folk named DC. Um, they, uh, this game is based off a Blades in the Dark system. It is a very nice uh, X-Men-esque hack of the game. Um, I guess to start off, we'll, we'll start off with introductions, and then once everyone's introduced themselves, we'll go around and introduce characters. Um, my name is Cole Burkhart. Uh, my uh, pronouns are they and them. Uh, Bianca, would you like to go next? Uh, yes. Uh, so my name is Bianca Zelda, um, and my pronouns are she, they. All right. Uh, Dwayne? Yeah, I am Dwayne, and my pronouns are he, him. All right. And last but not least, Velvet. Howdy, everyone. I'm Velvet Divine, and my pronouns are she, her. Also, I love that name. That's such a good name. <laughs> um, Velvet Divine. It rolls off the tongue. Yeah. It does. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Dwayne, how about you tell us about your character? Sure. I will be playing the electrifying, the entertaining Johnny E tonight. Uh, he is, uh, I give my description for the look, is Twilight Punk Young Elton John. That's the aesthetic I'm going for. So, uh, yeah, so imagine a little punk rock Elton John who shimmers in the daylight type thing. Uh, yeah, I'll be playing him. He is a prestige. Do you want us to go like, into like what that all is or just that's enough? Yeah, sure. Sure. So he is a prestige and in this, in this world that is, uh, someone who does like illusions and stuff. So his big gimmick is that he is a, like a rocker who performs with himself because he can make multiple copies of himself. So his whole show is him with himself playing instruments, and they all fade away to the spotlight is just on him on the end, because he's that vain. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's good. <laughs> awesome. Uh... <laughs> uh, Velvet in chat. Wait, he's Mysterio? <laughs> <laughs> Not as good looking as Jake Gyllenhaal, but yes. <laughs> Minus the fishbowl, I guess. No fishbowl. Uh, Velvet, how about you tell us about your character? I'm playing one half of our pyromancer duo, Salem. Ooh. Right? Uh, clad in all black leather, biker style, not dominatrix. <laughs> and just really excited to burn the system down to the ground. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right. And finally, uh, Bianca, how about you tell us about your character? 
Uh, yes, Freya Foxglove, uh, more typically known as Freya Fire. Um, they're a bit of a fashionista. Uh, they wear a lot of bright colors uh, in stark contrast to Salem. Uh, I think that makes us an even more iconic duo, though. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Perfect. So, it's been three years since the mutants lost the legal battle against them. Uh, mutant individuals no longer qui- qualify as human beings under the law and, as such, have lost their basic human rights. Uh, the government-funded Mutant Task Force have been rounding up mutants and just keeping them contained. Unfortunately, the Mutant Task Force has been rounding up mutants and keeping them contained in a sort of tent city, quarantined from the rest of a major town, the actual capital of the continent, Madar. Um, it is, of course, for housing purposes only, the uh, governor has has assured the mutants only so we can keep track of of all of the wonderful mutants in our city um and as as you've uh been living there and been growing accustomed uh rumors as they always do have begun to spread first just reports of people getting sick a horrible affliction that leaves you pale and weak and unable to move and then reports of Medical teams, not ones assigned, uh, not ones staffed with mutants, of course, ones staffed of uh, actual government workers. These medics have been coming in, and the afflicted are carted away with promises of cures and a quick return, but they leave behind only friends, family, and oftentimes children. And then, nothing. Not a word. They're never even heard from again. Now, the government swears that these atrocious lies are nothing more than that lies, and for the time being, you are forced to believe them. What could be done about it? Nothing, as far as you know, or as far as you thought. So we begin with a dark and stormy night. Uh, Johnny E., you have received a call from your manager, another mutant who lives inside the city, who who helps you find jobs and gigs. Uh, He has called you to his office, which is really just a kind of less than shabby tent along the outskirts of town. He's called you to his office uh, to discuss something very important, but he never quite said what. He's asked you to bring your two friends, uh, Salem and Freya, along with you, and the three of you uh, find yourself in the office. It is, well, it's trashed. Um, Your manager, is, has never been, you know, the neatest person, but this, his room looks tossed, um, and he is nowhere to be seen. What do the three of you do? I think uh, Johnny would walk in and look around and go, oh, man, ooh, this... Richie, I, my man, Richie is a slob. I know this. I love him, but he's a slob, but this is beyond even Richie. This, this, is, this is no bueno. This is no bueno. I'm not liking this vibe. My, oh my, do you think that perhaps he was robbed? Well, he's pretty poor. I don't know why he would rob a poor man, but I mean, people get nuts. Anything's possible in this wacky world we live in. I hope not. I mean, he owes me money still, so. Hmm. Can I investigate the area to see if there's any, like, Anything that's been, like, torn out or destroyed or ripped up, perhaps? You can. Uh, roll survey. Uh, so what you'll do, um, let me pull up these rules, because I also 
have never played this system before. <laughs> um, uh, no, that's a lie. I was able to play test it uh, um, back when DC was first creating it, but a lot has changed since then. Um, I want you to roll me a study. Um, or you can do a survey. So a study is when you scrutinize details and uh, interpret evidence, and a survey is when you observe the situation and anticipate outcomes. Um, you can roll either, depending on what you prefer, and then I can tell you what you found. Um, okay, and it would just be 2d6? I don't have any points in this. Um. <laughs> then yes, it would be 2d6. <laughs> okay, um, so I guess I'll roll for study. Okay. Uh, so I got a 6 and a 4. All right, so because six is your highest die, it is a full success. Okay. Um, you see this sitting uh, propped up underneath a, a toppled table. You see a laptop. Um, it is on. It is not password protected. And uh, you can see a video has already been pulled up on screen. Uh, do you watch it? <laughs> heck yeah. Dwayne, do you mind describing what your manager looks like? Sure. Uh, Richie is like a roadie from the 1970s. He's kind of like a, a bigger, heavier set person. He's got the big handlebar mustache, receding hairline, and built like a barrel. He's got like, looks like he's wearing a rug. He's that hairy. He looks like a furball that walks <laughs> around. He's not the most handsome man in the world, but he does a good job. And that's why Johnny E stays with him. It makes him feel prettier being around him. Perfect. Uh, so you pull up this video and you see on screen it is, in fact, Richie. He is drenched in sweat. And even from here, you can see a black eye bruising on his uh, on his right eye. Um, he is out of breath. Um, and he says, Johnny, Johnny, if you get this video, I, I, I found something. There's... I, I found something at the, the, the mutant task headquarters. That's that's where they're holding all of the people. They 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 got my girlfriend Johnny. It's it's a real bad situation. Listen, there's there's an entryway that y'all y'all can get into. They're they're coming for me. They're gonna take me there, I know, but you can find me. I I know you can, you and your team. Um it's important. They're coming for me. You can find the entranceway about a mile out of town. I'm in I'm you you can find pictures on the on the laptop. And as he's talking, you can hear in the background just tons and tons of, of footsteps and heavy boots on concrete. And suddenly the tent is ripped open and all you see is armed guards just swarming in. Um, Johnny flips the table over. You see the camera go flying and lands upside down exactly where Bianca found it. You hear uh, Richie screaming as he is dragged away. Find me, Johnny! Find me! And then the video cuts out. You also find on the laptop uh, a very, very hastily drawn sketch of where you can find this hidden entrance. Apparently, it is about a mile or so outside of the tent city's uh, boundaries, Sort of close to uh, the beginning of a river that the tent city uses as a water supply. You can figure that if you follow that river, you'll eventually be able to find the hidden entry entryway he was talking about. Okay. Um, I'm going to turn to face 
Johnny E. My, oh my, I don't think your friend Richie is coming back. I, I, no, I come out to go save that big bear of a man. Again, he, he puts his notes, he, he, he's too, too trusting of the Mondays, and he just, someone probably ratted him out again, and, uh, yeah, we gotta go, he's a good, he's a good man, we gotta save him, we got to. Have you had to save him before? This doesn't seem <laughs> quite new to you. Not. Have you? Not with armed goons before, this is a new one for the, for the journal later, but this, he does try to help a little too much, he, he's becoming more of an activist in his old age, and he's been pushing for rights and things, and I tell him just to keep his head down, and he doesn't, so he's gotten into a few scrapes that I've had to save him from a few times, but this is this is a whole nother level. I've never had to deal with this stuff before, so I'm glad you two are here, because I don't think I could have done this by myself. Hmm. Salem, what do you think? We've been through this before. <laughs> Get rid of trouble, <laughs> torch some Mondays... It's Thursday night. Let's go burn some Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, it takes you. Uh, are you? Are you leaving right now? It's probably. I'd say uh, the sun has definitely set. Uh, you guys can either leave right now, or if you want, you can take the night rest, form out a plan, and leave in the morning. Curfews nine, right? So. Sorry. You said that the, the, don't they have a curfew or something where they're not supposed to be out on the streets after a certain time? If I remember the the, the rule book correctly. Uh, uh mm, yeah. Uh, um, because we are in a. Uh, We're in the mutant zone. We don't have to worry yes. about it. Because you are because you are in a mutant only zone right now. You don't have to worry about it. But if they catch you outside the city, there there will be major consequences. Okay. It's it's easier to sneak at night, but we'll have more time during the day. Correct. That's a tough one. I'm a big fan of traveling at night, but I'll leave that <laughs> up to you, uh, Johnny E. Hey, I'm a rock star. We perform at night. I like the lights. Let's do this. We'll do it tonight. <laughs> All right. So, the three of you head out following the river upstream. Um, the secret entryway Johnny was talking about actually turned out to be just a loose sewer grate about a mile away from the uh, mutant task force facility. Um, it is disgusting down there. You pry open the sewer grate and drop down into a river of black sludge, um, just sheened with this oily rainbow. Um, you do also happen to notice that it does pour out directly into the river that is also a main camp water supply. Um, maybe a note for later. Uh, it's no wonder people are getting sick if this is the shit that's getting into their drinking water. So, do you continue forward into the river? Or into the sewer? Um, so, do we see... I mean, have we ever been in this area before? Is this like... You have not. Um, this was... As far as you guys know, this sewer grate is a, a recent addition. Um, this has not been here for very long. Um, it is also pitch black in here. I will pull out my Zippo later, uh, you know, as a easy accessible source of light and hold that above. 
All right. The the Zippo lighter casts just the smallest of flames uh, down the tunnel. Um, you can hear the stittering of rats uh, as they shy away from the light and the soft trickle of water as it, or water's a, a strong word, the, stro- the soft trickle of sludge mm-hmm. as it moves towards you. But besides that, it is still silence, still dark. You know that I'm quite grateful that this, and I'm going to gesture all around, sludge isn't flammable. There was a tense moment where I thought maybe we'd all catch fire. <laughs> that would have been a way to go out. That would have been a, that would have been unfortunate, definitely. Yeah, let, we will start gingerly, carefully walking, trying not to notice that my nice leather boots are getting messed up by the sludge. And- <laughs> Oh, they're ruined. You will absolutely need a new pair. Yeah, I think how much I'm going to charge Richie to, for the dry cleaning bill for all of our clothes. <laughs> He's going to owe us big time. Someone roll it. Someone should be running a tally. Let's, let's go get him. <laughs> we'll have to torch all the outfits. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, see ya. All right. Um, so you walk farther and farther, and as you do, the river gets deeper and deeper um, until you are up to maybe about thigh height. Um, it is, again, I have to reiterate, really gross. <sighs> um, it smells, too. It has, it smells like gasoline, but there's, there's something more to it, something bitter and, and soul-crushing beneath it. Um, thankfully, it is not flammable as far as you can tell. Um, okay. Eventually, you start to hear more and more rushing water, and then you come upon a waterfall of the sludge. You can see it leads up higher, further into the facility, but next to it, there is a ladder that goes all the way up. It's You can see a very, very dim light of a door uh I'd say five or six stories up. Which way would you like to go? The waterfall or the ladder? I don't... Can either of you fly up a waterfall? I don't I don't think I can. So, I... <laughs> I don't have that power, no, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the sludge is thick enough to... Looks like ladder it is. Yeah, we can't climb up the sludge, so... Yeah, I, I think as carefully as we can up that ladder, at least where Johnny's going to go, he's going to, again, breathe heavy and just be careful, because I imagine this ladder is just grimy and funky, and thank God he's wearing fingerless gloves, and he's going to try to <laughs> climb up uh, up this ladder. Take the lead. It is, actually. The ladder, in fact, is extremely difficult to climb. Um as you do, your feet keep slipping out from under you um, at risk of falling. I'm going to need everyone uh, to roll me a prowl. Okay. Could I argue convincingly uh, for my finesse that I'm kind of doing this very delicately? I'll allow that. Okay. Okay, so I have one prowl. What does that mean I roll? Uh, so that means you roll 3d6. My highest is a six. Okay, that is a full success. My highest was a five. Okay. My highest was a three. Ah, perfect, which is a great (laughs) example of everyone hitting each level of bad. Uh, Who started climbing first? Uh, Johnny was the first one to the ladder. Okay. Johnny, you are... uh, 
you are fine. Um, it is no issue. You have, like, these cool pair of heels on that, like, kind of just slot in perfectly so it doesn't, like, slip out. You're doing great. Um, now, Salem, on the other hand, having a little bit of trouble. Um, as they climb, um, they keep slipping out and slipping out. And at one point, they slip and reach out to catch the bar, and they miss. And... Tumbling down the ladder, they actually crash into Freya on the way down. Um, Freya on the way down. Um, Freya, I'm going to need you to roll one more time to see if you can hold on to the ladder. I'll let you do either or. Um, uh, Salem, you hit the floor. I want you to take one harm. Um, we'll do take take dazed um, as you slam to the bottom and it reverberates off this tunnel um which also means i am going to start a clock um because you have made a very loud noise <laughs> um one two the dangers of grease leather <laughs> <laughs> um i only got one six out of my roll oh that's fine um so you uh you see velvet crashing and tumbling below you and you're just wrapped around this ladder um uh velvet how are you feeling after this fall angry <laughs> valid um, do, you, do you get back on the ladder i guess yeah rock bottom nowhere to go okay. but up <laughs> Uh, I'm, All right. I can turn back to like Velvet, my dear, and with my I, I've calmed down a little bit after you hitting me, um, <laughs> so I've got like one hand off the railing, and I'll try to reach to help you up. Oh. Do you do you take her hand? I, I gotta go straight <laughs> to the character. I think if I can make a sound argument for Wreck, I will just grab the letter so high that I'll start melting it, and that's how I'll find purchase. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Nice. Yeah, I got a five. I guess I'll just melt through the sludge to get to the metal. <laughs> you do, um, and it is gross. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever like burned like bacon before, but it is that very like smoky, um, almost kind of like a chemical burn as you begin to heat through the ladder. Um, it does not help your already dazed condition. <laughs> Your your partial success is now that uh, this entire chamber just smells disgusting. It is also going to be really obvious that something has been lit on fire. Um, so if someone does come down this way, they will know that you or someone has been lighting fires down here. Um, is what that partial success is. Uh, but <laughs> the three of you manage to uh, climb the ladder relatively scot-free, um, and you actually find yourselves in the world's tiniest broom closet. Um, there is one door. Um, you can tell it's a janitor's closet. There are a bunch of cleaning supplies and, and um, I guess, like, extra toiletry, but you are in a closet. <laughs> what would you like to do? Do we think that this is the way? Um, I'll ask my two companions. <laughs> I'm 
not going back down to that sludge. So this is the only way we got. So yeah, onwards and upwards, I guess. It's a little suspect, but if you think so, um, can uh, can I like crack the door ever so gently to see if I hear anybody or see anybody? You do. Um, so you crack the door ever so slightly, and from where you are, you see what looks like, well, a, a hospital. Um, this leads out into a waiting room. Um, you see in big, bold letters uh, across a hallway, um, uh, patient holding area, and then a smaller sign, please do not leave. <laughs> uh, there are maybe about... Uh, I'd say about 10 people sitting in the waiting area. Um, they look sick. They look exactly like the the uh, afflicted you've seen at camp. They're very pale. Um, they're weak. They are unmoving. Some of them even unblinking. Um, for the briefest of moments, you think they are dead until one of them coughs and suddenly you, you realize. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess it's not too unusual for us to be here. I mean, I think we're too healthy. Um, do you think we can blend in if I cough perhaps convincingly? Do I see any staff, like anybody who works there, like who, someone who's wearing like, I assume it's like a hospital, like in real life, like someone in scrubs or a doctor's coat or anything like mm. that? You do not. No staff at all. Okay. Do, okay. This is a world question. Would I know what medical people look like? Like, is there a, like, since, like, in my head, I can, I yes. can imagine what Grey's Anatomy looks like, and that's what a doctor looks like in my head. <laughs> so, do, does Johnny E know what doctors look like? Like, a generic doctor? Yes. Um, you have seen medics, both in the camp and just in general throughout your life. The official government medics are dressed in these, um... <laughs> Uh, almost militaristic all-red scrubs. Um, they've got a lot of buttons to, like, uh, pin on, um, bunches, like, a bunch of pockets. They generally have some sort of mask, uh, uh, face mask on, or mouth mask. I don't know what they're called. Mm -hmm. um, uh, on, and then they also uh, have the symbol of uh, the the government on their their, like, breast side pocket. Okay. Can I use spit an image to make myself look like a doctor? Since I have the ability to basically appear as another and even to the touch. So even if they grab me, it look like I'm wearing a lab coat. Right. Can, I, can I do that? You can. <clears throat> All right, yeah. Uh, is that a, a one cost or two? That's a one cost. Okay. So what does that mean for me? Um, I believe that means you take a stress. Okay, I'll mark off one stress. Uh, yeah, Johnny E takes a small bow because he's over over dramatic, and when he stands up, he now looks like a medical professional for this facility with the face mask on, with the right little logo on his shoulder, or however they're supposed to look. And he goes, "Okay, all right, let's. Uh, you're my patients, and let's make the magic happen. Let's do this." Oh, very well. <laughs> I will play my best role. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we will. I will stride out overly confident because I've learned in my life if you walk confidently no one's going to stop you and I'm going to just walk towards what looks like the if there's like an information desk or if there's any like double doors that have a red line in front of them I'm going to go that direction uh, there is uh, no information desk it is a closed room there is 
one door, uh, but there is a red blinking light over it. <laughs> okay. All right, then. Let's, let's make it work. Salem and Freya, uh, as uh, as you see Johnny stride into the room, you see a couple of the patients start crying. Um, they are visibly frightened of him Ooh. in this form. That's, um, they say, well, mess with me. That's good. But... <laughs> Johnny, you walk over to the door? Yeah, I walk over to the door and is it like, it's like there's a handle, a knob or something? There is. Sure. I will just walk in and just turn the knob like I'm walking to my office. It is locked. Uh, you jiggle the handle and it won't budge. Uh, there are no windows. In fact, there is the only thing, any, uh, the only source of light is those sort of off yellow fluorescent lights that cast a sickly hue over the room. Hmm. Do I see Johnny kind of struggling with the locked door? Yeah. Hey, he's jiggling uh, the crap out of it. If you're out of the closet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um uh, give me give me a moment. Just look busy and I'm gonna reach out and I'm gonna use meltdown to heat an inanimate object enough to melt the metal. Oh, nice. All right, take a stress. You're like melting the inner the inner lock. That's what my if I can specify what I would like to do, that would be the goal. Um, mm. um I am gonna Calvin ball this a little bit. I do think um, meltdown uh, may not be precise enough in general to melt just the inner locking mechanism, mm -hmm. but I will allow you to roll. Um, Maybe, oh, finesse? Yeah, um, I'm down for that. Roll of finesse. Okay. Only one six. Okay, that is still a success. Okay. Um, you manage to, I, what does it look like when you do this? Um, I reach my hand out to the doorknob and I, like, I wrap my hand around the handle, um, and you can see, like, the warmth from the, like, the flame of my hand reaching out to it, and the handle kind of glows a little bit, and you just, you can smell that burnt metal smell. Um, but outwardly, everything looks fine, until very, very slowly I can turn the handle, and it clicks open. Right, cool. Perfect. Um, so, you open the door, and step out into the hallway and it is lined with beeping computers um you see cabinet cases full of these vials of green and black and gray and multicolored liquids um you can hear uh further down the hall the hustle of of footsteps and the low murmur of chatter um as you open the door, one of the uh, uh, velvet, um, as as Bianca opens the door, you feel something tug uh, on the back of your uh, your jacket, and you turn around and see a young boy. Uh, it is. Hmm, I'll ask you: Have you met him before? Have you seen him in the camp? Maybe around. I mean, Salem gets around, but she's pretty scary, so I don't think kids would go near her. <laughs> um, well, this one does, uh, and tugs on your sleeve and goes, don't go that way. If you do, you won't come back. That's ominous. 
I think I'm gonna like not like shove him, but like gently just kind of push him back towards where he was sitting and put a finger up to my lips, like in a shushing motion. Hmm. Um. He he nods uh very sternly for for a kid and puts his fingers up to his lips as well. Um. Then rushes back to his seat. And the three of you exit. I mean, there's, you said this is the only door, so if we don't go through this door, I, I don't plan on living my life in <laughs> well, this room. You should <laughs> <laughs> go back into the sewer. <laughs> um. No, yeah, we'll, we'll walk out and we'll keep the uh, same overconfident kind of walk. Um, was that chatter we heard of people, was it like the chatter of walkie-talkies, guards calling out things, or just regular chit-chat from inside a hospital? Regular hospital chatter. Okay. Yeah, okay. Then, yeah, I will keep my compatriots close, and we will walk like I'm a doctor with patients, and we're taking them to an exam room. And I'll, as we walk, if I see an empty, like, exam area where we can, like, kind of corner and regroup, I'll pull us into there mm-hmm. and pretend to be, and we'll play doctor. All right. You continue down this hallway, uh, surrounded by computers and beakers and lab equipment, and step out into a, another hallway and suddenly it is filled with medics. Um, you see one rushing past with a uh, unconscious person lying on a gurney as they push along. Um, you see a couple of them ushering someone. Ushering is also a strong word. You see someone <laughs> ushering uh, a rather sickly looking child into a room as they cry and call out for their mother. Um, you as you are more in the crowd, you start to hear beneath it, almost muffled, you hear screams um, and people crying out for help, but they are all coming from the rooms surrounding you. Um, There are three different ways to go. There is another hallway that continues out in front of you, one to your left and one to your right. Uh, This is Filled with doctors, by the way. Okay. Well, I'm a doctor too, so we're all the same. Um, anybody have a preference? Not particularly. I mean, we've got to find Richie. Where do you think they would be keeping him? Belly of the Beast, I'm assuming, if he's done something bad. Uh, it, it, from, I guess we don't really know the layout of the building. What is there a direction that we feel is less occupied? Like, which the quieter hallway? Uh, give me a survey. Okay. I have nothing on survey, so what would I roll for that? Just one? Uh, two die. Two die? Okay. Oh, um, because you have two die, give me the lowest result. Two die, give you the lowest. Okay. Oh, that's how that yeah. works. Oh. Yeah. If you need to roll but have zero or negative dice, roll two die and take the single lowest result. Oh, that's no bueno. I got a one then. Mm, you have zero idea. In fact, um, you... Being the self-confident gentleman that you are, um, <laughs> decide, why don't we go straight ahead? And as you do, um, you continue on straight and uh, an alarm begins to go off. You look down and you seem to have crossed some sort of uh, almost force field sort of wall that you hadn't seen before um it is a glowing a very pale blue and as you step through it alarms begin to sound um i am going to advance a clock and um 
you also start to hear uh, a couple doctors calling out to you, like, hey, what do you think you're doing? You know we can't go back there. Hey, who are you? Um, and you see uh, a medic who is emblazoned with a a, uh, a relatively high rank um, in the medic um, army. I guess it's basically a medical army. Um, you see a rather high-rating general step forward. Oh, you, what is your name? Oh, me, um, I, uh, I want to say I am, uh, Dr. Drake Ramore. <laughs> How can I help you? Ramore, where exactly do you plan on taking those two? You know we take mutants out to, uh, the B-Wing. The B-Wing, these are, these are special patients, sir. I, I have to take them this way. It'll take me a hot, a hot second, and I'll be right back, and you can, you can give me a whole rundown of what no, I've done. No, 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 no. Soldier, I gave you a fucking order. Now take those mutants down to the B-Wing, or I will have your badge on my desk in a hot minute. Okay, can I try to sway him? Use my sway, my, my, you can. my charisma? And, yeah, um, try to calm... I want to Basically, I want to calm this guy down. Even if we end up doing what he says, I just want him not to be biting my head off because you know, I can't take him out of fight. I know this. <laughs> so, okay, so I have two in sway, so that would be four dice then? Correct. And then take the highest. All right, that's a six. I got, I got okay. two sixes. Um, so. He... You you can tell from your years of working with people in, in the music industry, his bark is extremely uh, worse than his bite is. Um, you you tell him that you're going, and he gives you a, a short nod and turns on his heel and storms away. Um, but he has left you, presumably, to head to the B-Wing, or if you'd like, you can do whatever the hell you want. I mean, I'm not a cop of your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your boss. <laughs> not your boss. I'm not your well, boss. if if they took um, <laughs> if the mutants are supposed to go to the B wing, I mean, he could. I guess Richie could be there. That's not, not a bad place to start looking. I think that makes sense. If we want to, we're here to find your friend. We're not here to solve all the mysteries as much as I would love to. Oh, just just by looking around, okay. Johnny's going to want to burn this mother down later because this is not a good place. But that, we'll, we'll see if we can do that later. That's Plan B. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, we will walk to, did he point which direction the B-Wing one, I'm hoping? <laughs> he did not. Mother, what a, um, okay, so we know one direction is wrong, so we have a 50% chance of being right in whatever direction <laughs> <laughs> we go, so, uh, are yeah. Are things not labeled? Yeah, are there signs? I guess, yeah. Um, in this particular intersection, it is, uh, it is not. Um, you can see, however, in that, that blue phase wall, you do see um, on the ceiling above it um, big, big old red uh, warning letters that say, Warning, do not cross restricted area. But besides that, the hallway is relatively unlabeled. Hmm. Restricted area sounds intriguing. Um, okay, then, since we were going straight... Uh, we what? perhaps return back to this restricted area. I'm terribly curious. After we find your friend Richie, we'll just take a peek here. How does that sound? Well, my the thing what I'm thinking right now is that he's not a patient. So if they're taking patients to the B wing and he's not a patient, he might be just in the restricted area because he wasn't sick. 
So there's uh. there's logic to going to the restricted area first, since we since we don't know which one the B one is. I don't want to walk the wrong direction again and get you know Captain Hardass to come back on us. So I think we go to the restricted area and just keep walking. We've already tripped the alarm. I agree. Salem, what do you think? That sounds right to me. All right, well, let's go. Let's go restricted. All right. Um, trying to make you think if I want. Actually, I am. Um, I'm gonna have you uh, roll for me again, just to make sure you aren't seen. Um, give me a prowl. Um, just me or everybody? This is going to be. Sorry. Just me or everybody? I'm sorry. Um. Actually, yeah, since he since uh, Johnny brought attention to everybody, I'm going to need everybody to roll a prowl. Okay, and just sorry to reiterate, when we roll two dice, we take the lowest? Correct. Okay, this is not gonna be good. Uh, I got a six. <laughs> nice. I got one. Oh no, lowest. I got a two. <laughs> <sighs> we are not good at this. Okay. <laughs> You know when people sneeze like multiple times in a row? That's me right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Any sublins? You so do. You sneeze. Gone. You sneeze, and immediately these medics are on you. Um. Uh, they they do let Johnny go because, of course, he is, you know, a medic to them. Mm. Um, but they grab the two of you and start ushering you down uh down another hallway. Oh, I'm not um, one sick. Of them... I promise. I, I just I'm not actually. <laughs> Johnny, one of the mechs gives you a stink eye as uh as he pulls the two away. Like, didn't you hear what the fuck boss said? You know he's been on our ass all all uh this entire month. We have to get these uh, these fucking mutants cured, or they'll they'll have our ass. Now, um, I I don't know if I can recon it or not. When I switched into my doctor, my gear, I assumed I have some patches or whatever. Does he look to be lower ranking than what my fake appearance is? Can I can I pull Captain Hardass on him and snap at him right now? Um. Does he look younger? Does he at least look? Does he look like a guy that I can intimidate? So so here's what we can do. Um, we can actually do a. A flashback. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna retcon it so that you are at a higher rank than him, but if you would like to spend a stress point, I can make it so that as you were uh, um, transforming, you had a. That is how you received a higher rank. Sure. Okay. I'll t- I'll take a, a stress point for that to, to help help me right now. Sure. Okay. Um, I think we we see uh, Johnny in the past take a bow, and as he snaps back up, he is wearing a, uh, um, I think, oh, I know how military rankings work. He is wearing a uh, uh, the badge of a colonel. Um, the medic uh, snaps at you and then zooms in on the badge and goes, I- sorry, sir, that was out of line. You know how stressed we are around here. Um, hey, running on, shut your mouth. Running on fumes, I, I, you know. That is no excuse. You don't, you don't speak to someone of my stature this way. Hands off my two VIP patients. I have to take them to the restricted area. I don't know who you think are. I will have your ass if you look at me. Don't even breathe my direction right now, son. Go do your job. <laughs> yes. Y- yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and he... he, he uh, motions for the other medics to to let go of Salem and Freya. <laughs> you guys gotta take your Benadryl before we do these heists, I swear. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pull away and uh, take off with uh, Johnny. Perfect. Alright, so...
the three of you make your way down the the restricted hallway. Um, it is dead silent uh, compared to the hustle and bustle of the main building. Um, lights become dimmer, and as you do, uh, as you walk, you pass what looked like windows into operating rooms. Uh, the majority of them are empty, but further up ahead, you can see a flickering light from one occupied-looking uh, operating room. Where would you like to go? Do the operating rooms like they were recent? Like there's like blood in the rooms, or they're just like empty operating rooms? Uh, most of them are empty. There are a couple that do look freshly used. Um, there is still blood on the floor. There is still that uh, that paper like blanket they like to lay over beds to I don't know protect from germs or whatever. It is also covered in blood. Um, you can see in a couple of them there are still uh, um, like operating tools. Uh, one of them has a particularly big uh, bone cutting saw. Um, some of these rooms even have um, X-ray machines or. Uh, um, or, or x-ray machines and other sort of devices such as that. Nightmare fuel. Um, uh, do you guys want to check the light out? I suppose this place kind of gives me the creeps. We're already here. Yes. Alright, so yeah, we will sneak up as tiptoey and quiet as we can. All right. Well, because you are sneaking, um, I am going to need everyone to roll uh, another um, prowl. Oh, this does not go well for me. <laughs> then stop doing sneaky things. <laughs> All right. I got a, another six, so I'm, I'm, I'm nimble on my toes. <laughs> I got a three. Got a solid two. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Um... Uh, let's see. Let's do this. Um, that also does advance another clock. Cool. Um, Johnny, you made it to the door, no problem. Um, you peek in, um, and see a team of doctors standing around, uh, uh, an unconscious body. It is not your Richie, unfortunately, um, but it is... It is a, I'd say, a mid-twenties um, young uh, black woman. She's passed out on the table. We have, uh, you can see from there, uh, a doctor standing over her, uh, over her with bloody tools and scalpels and a very menacing-looking vial of an unknown green liquid. Um, as you are surveying the scene... Um, uh, Bianca, unfortunately, that nose is going to get you in trouble again, and you sneeze, <laughs> um, and one of the doctors looks over their shoulder and sees the two of you uh, uh, standing there, um, and he shouts out, hey, you're not supposed to be back here, um, and is going to rush over to a very big red button um, and slams it, and there is an alarm that sounds throughout the entire hallway. Um, oh. I mean, Freya would like to take off running and look for any empty room to hide in. Okay. Um, uh, Velvet, you are also seen as well. Um, 
but uh, I want you to um, survey. I want you to roll a survey for me. Uh, oh. uh, with what eyes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, five and a six. Uh, so I take my lowest. Five. So a five. That is still a partial success. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> let's see. What would happen on a partial success for this? I think you are able to run into an empty room, but they will see you. Um, if you would like, you can go ahead and um, take. Uh, you can push yourself, so you can use one stress to give yourself an extra die if you'd like. Uh, no, I have a plan. Uh, so I will run into okay. this room where they've been able to identify me, but uh, that threshold uh, door definitely can act as a choking point. Um, okay. Yeah. So if if I'm able to, even before they're able to arrive, like can I cast um, Fanning the Flames where I can create a wall of fire to block an exit? Uh, you can. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> you can do that. Um, in the meantime, Velvet, what are you doing? You know, snitches get turned into cinders. I think I'll just try to light this dude up. <laughs> Do it. Okay. Um, he is... There is a... Uh, like a, a separation between you two. The door is shut and there is a giant window for you to look into. Are you going to em- uh, enter the room? You know what? No, I actually think I, I think Bianca's got the right idea. I'm gonna move down the hallway, see if I can find the place where whomever they called would be most likely to come through. As the alarm sounds, you do hear bootsteps running towards you. Um, uh, not from the way you came, but from a hallway further down, you can hear people starting to run towards you. Um, if you give me a... Uh, give me a survey, I can tell you if there are any rooms that are closer to that hallway. Ooh, double fives. Nice. So that is a partial success. Um, you do see two rooms. Both of the doors are shut. Um, you do not know if they are uh, unoccupied or if they are unlocked, but you can go and try. Um, if not, there is uh, still the room that Bianca went into, or you could hang out here with Johnny. <laughs> Once they round the corner, they will see you and uh, presumably Johnny. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah, I think I'll just stash into one of those two rooms then both rooms are unlocked um you do actually enter one room and sitting in uh you push open one of the doors and in the room you see uh richie strapped down to a table um he looks to be unconscious but he is in that room um as you enter the lights kind of flicker on so you can assume that he's probably been there and unconscious for a while um he looks wrecked he uh has bruises all over him um he has uh um scars where it looks like they've sewn him back up but he is breathing and alive oh jeez as far as you can tell. All right, I'll shut the door and see about getting him off of that. I mean, I think, first of all, I just want to get him out of whatever he's strapped into and then maybe search the room to see if there's any anything to, you know, something to give somebody a mule kick. I don't know if they'll just yeah. have adrenaline shots lying around, but... <laughs> um, okay, you can untie him uh, easily enough. They're just belt buckle uh, straps. Um, give me either a study or a survey. Double twos. Why? 
<laughs> Yikes. Everything in this room is unlabeled. Um, for whatever reason, this hospital just kind of hates labels. Um, uh, you see vials of, like, green sludge. You see lots of cutting utensils, um, lots of needles, but nothing that stands out, unfortunately. Let's head back over to Johnny. Um, Johnny, your two friends have ditched. Um, <laughs> See ya. And you, you can hear uh, more soldiers approaching. Okay. You're also out in the open. What would you like to okay. do? Can I ballpark how many are coming? Do I hear like dozens and dozens of people? Or do I hear like three security guards? Um, it sounds like a lot. Okay. I was going to pull a whole Han Solo stormtrooper thing by doing an army of myself. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think that's probably my best play to see if I can scare them off. I'm going to take uh, one harm and use my army of one ability, and I can basically create an army of duplicates of myself. It doesn't say how many. I mean, I would like it to be like, I don't know, a dozen or two of myself. And this huh. and this is Johnny as dropping, I'm dropping the whole doctor thing, and I'm rock and roll Johnny. And there's like 20 of me standing in this room ready to throw down okay. with whoever comes around the corner. Uh, how about roll... Um, I kind of want to... It, it doesn't specify how many you get. No, it just says you can create an army of yourself and they dissipate when touched. So they're, they're just like smoke oh, illusions okay. of myself. They're yeah. not, they're not, they can't actually fight. They're just... Ho I'm hoping they come around the corner right. and see 30 people in a room and they hesitate. <laughs> That I will take, yeah, because they they you can't they can't like fight. Yeah, they're they're just. Um, for... What does this look like when you when you duplicate yourself? Um, because oh, because it's because it's the movie of the mind. It's going to be overly dramatic, of course. It's basically Hell yeah. Johnny. You see Johnny stepping out from behind himself over and over again. So one Johnny steps to the left, and two Johnnies step out, and four Johnnies, and six Johnnies until there's like twenty five Johnnies all standing with their fists up ready to throw down with whoever comes around the corner. <laughs> and the real Johnny, as far back Ooh. and, like, into a corner, if I, if there's a spot where I can almost hide, I would like to try to, like, not be in that area myself. Because they can be by themselves, and they can all go poof. Johnny doesn't want to go poof. Yeah, you can, you can like, s s slip, into a, slip into a corner um, behind, like, I, I would say, like, in the back of, of your Sure, yeah. Um, there, there is a, a shadow you can hole up in. Um, here's what happens. Um, Bianca, you, uh, Freya runs into the room and there is a, uh, a whoosh of, of fire as this wall pops up. Um, uh, Johnny, you see, um, Salem dash into a room and slam the door behind, uh, behind him and you step out of yourself and step out of yourself and step out of yourself and suddenly there's 20 of yourselves um and then press yourself you you the original you press up against a wall trying to remain inconspicuous um as you do the thunderous boot steps get louder and louder and around the corner come i'd say about 10 to 15 armed guards uh they see the massive uh crowd of johnnies um and let's see let's have you roll oh is there an intimidate it's not an intimidate it's um 
Um, like command? C- command? Command. Okay, I don't yeah. have command, but I'll, I will roll it. <coughs> can I? <laughs> can I push myself to get an extra dice so I get three? Yes. So now, if I'm pushing myself, does that mean yeah. I take my highest because I'm rolling three dice? Yes. Okay, because okay, sure. that way. It's... We'll say that's <laughs> sure. right. Okay, cool. So I'll roll three dice and see what I get. Uh, five. All right, so that is a partial success. Um, a couple of them are going to. Uh, you you hear one of them go, "Oh shit, it's the mutants!" Um, and then another one joins in. They finally take it <laughs> over, and a couple of them drop their guns and fucking scatter. Mm. Um, and uh, th- I would say a good seven or eight remain. Um, and they hold up their guns, and one of them orders you to freeze. He he yells, "Everybody freeze! Nobody move!" What's the plan, guys? My dupes can't take any blow. They can't like if they start pushing or shooting, they're all going to disappear. This is all a, a, a front right now. I don't know if, what uh, Bianca, if Bianca, if you want to try to fireball these people from the side. I, mean, I guess they see you, so I don't know. I can put on I can put on the big they, they I can put on see... the big brave face and try to scare them. I guess, but I don't know if that's going to work. Yeah, they do see the giant wall of fire. Uh, I don't believe they would see Freya behind that wall of fire. I'm reading it. So I can push myself to do one of the following. Provide cover for an ally. Create a wall of fire or blah, blah, blah. So can I, Mm -hmm. like, if I can click another... I'm ticking off stresses, right? When I use these, that's what I've been doing. Okay. Um, But I guess for another two stress, can I manipulate this to you know, push that wall of fire down the hallway in which these guards have run down to you... push them away, I guess. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> sure. Very cool. Okay. What does it look like when you manipulate this fire? Um, what do you do? Let me click this. Okay. Um, I recognize uh, pretty uh, quickly that Johnny's attempts, um, though, you know, helpful, uh, only were able to... <laughs> Uh, divert so many of the guards and we need to be able to get Richie although I don't know like Freya doesn't know that uh, we found him yet right. uh, I just know that we have to eliminate these guards so with that in mind I'm gonna raise my hands in the air and almost like the wall is a physical force that I have to push I'm going to start to like throw my hands forward as if I'm pushing at um, the invisible wall and that translate into mm-hmm. the movement of that roaring wall of fire um, and it starts to slowly uh, burn down the hallway perfect um, you you push out and it starts to t- travel uh, towards uh, towards these armed guards um one of them screams and the original one shouting orders fires a couple bullets off into the crowd um johnny because you have already established you were tucked away it does not hit you um but uh uh you are able to see these guards sort of uh turn tail and run as this fire starts coming towards them um uh Let's see. Um, Salem, that room starts to get really hot. Um, and you can see out the window, it is uh, that hallway right outside your door is currently engulfed in flames. <laughs> Jesus. What do you do? Have the guards fled? 
or are they still in the process yes. of like running past me? Um, they they have fled. Um, the fire is kind of at your door, um, and they've they've turned tail and run. If I see the coast is clear, I think I'll just use diminish to kind of get rid of the flames outside the door. Oh, that's right. Fuck, pass. you're a pyromancer, so you can just do that. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> oh, cool. Um, that's fine then. You can absolutely do that. Um. Uh. Um. What is it? What does it feel like to reach out and take hold of of Freya's power like that and to disperse it? I mean, the way Salem disperses it, it just feels like a really strong shot of some liquor because she just, like, swallows it. <laughs> That's an awesome visual. <laughs> cool. Um, yes, and, and Freya, you can, like, you can feel... Um, uh, you can feel Salem on the other end, and I think you you know to let that part kind of kind of go as it's sucked up into her. Mm -hmm. It's um, a familiar sensation. We've definitely been through this together, you know, through mm -hmm. all the the previous experiences. I'm sure that we've had. Cool, um, hell yeah, uh, Johnny, you have lost a couple. Uh, I'd say maybe about five or six of your clones in the fire, uh, the a the fire and b the firing gun. Um, but for the most part, your clone army is still relatively intact. All right, more people for them to aim at when we're running down the hallway screaming. <laughs> All right, um, yeah, I would go. I guess if I'm seeing the fire diminish, I would know that. Um, that's probably Salem, and I know she went in there, so I would want to move real Johnny over to wherever Salem is at to see what happened uh, to her. Okay. Um, you enter the room, and there is Richie uh, in a abysmal state. Um, he is no longer strapped to the table, but he is still unconscious. Oh, poor hairy bastard. <sighs> what did you get yourself into this time, Rich? Um, is there anything in the room? Is there a, a wheelchair or a gurney, something we could put his unconscious form in? Because if there's nothing in here to wake him up, we're going to have to move him, and he's probably bigger than all three of us. So. Mm. Um, let's see. Is there a gurney in this? There is no gurney. Um, you do remember seeing one in the room that has all the doctors in it. Are we currently operating on the unconscious black woman. Um, there's definitely a gurney in there. Okay. And there's... Can I do a... Uh, I know she... I, I don't know how the rules yeah, work. If she sweet, fails sweet on a roll, can I do a survey? You know, my survey's not much better to try to find something after she failed? Um... Uh... uh y yes. I'll say yes because you weren't in the room at the time that she did the survey. Yeah, my survey is only two as well, so I'm probably going to fail, but I mean, I'll do a quick look. I hang out in rock bars. I know what drugs look like. So... Um, you don't say anything that, like, directly stands out to you, but, hey, you, you know what drugs are. I'm sure you could take a, take a guess. Some of that kind of looks like cocaine. Sure, okay. I'm sure. If there is something that, um, Johnny has a 50-50 shot that he thinks is gonna work, I will, I don't know, slap it on his face, inject him with it, whatever it is. Richie's lived a hard life. He's probably injected questionable things into his body before. So, oh, dear. I will grab something in that room that looks like an accelerant of some kind and 
yeah, if it's cocaine, I'll rub it on his gums. If it's something, I'll shoot it in his veins. But we, we need him getting up real fast. <laughs> um, it is it is a, a liquid form. Um, you don't know if it's something you inject or ingest. Um, it is up to you to administer it. Are there needles? Like syringes? There, there are syringes around the room. All right, yeah, I will... Uh... Not the first time for Johnny injecting people. So I will definitely grab the, the vial that I think is the right one, pull what I, I assume is a, a, a medium-sized dose, and find one of, one of Richie's last good veins and shoot him wow. up with the stuff. Wow. And see what happens. I need, I need this man up in desperate times, desperate measures. Ah, uh, okay. You um, know it's going to be like an anesthetic and he's going to go fall asleep, but D- Johnny's not thinking straight. He's desperate right now. You, uh, <laughs> you, in- you inject yeah. him with this stuff. Um, and then the- nothing happens. He is still unconscious. I give him a hard slap in the face. Um, uh, uh, too bad there's not like unarmed combat. I'd make you roll for damage. <laughs> um, I can roll wreck. I have a um, bat. I have no wreck, so I can try to swing and miss and hurt myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, you, um, yeah, you slap him hard across the face. Um, he gives a groan, um, and like his eyelids flutter. He seems to be drugged almost. His his pupils are wide and his eyes are cloudy. Um, he does not recognize you. But is he awake? He he's awake. Okay. He's conscious. Okay. I will I will scream into his face as loud as I can. That Richie, you come back to me and give him one more like slap across the face with the back of my hand because I went I went you know pimp hand and backhand back and forth across his face. Mm-hmm. You need to wake up. We don't have time for this. Uh, roll a command. All right. Not one of my things. I'm gonna. Push myself on this one so I can get that three dice. Okay. I'm going to pass out from stress. I just How much look. stress are you at? Um, with this, pushing myself is one or two. Uh, mine is two, but I don't know if that's dependent on the character. Actually, yeah, basically in this case, it's just adding one die to your roll. Okay. If you want to take more stress, you can add more die. Uh, no, because this is going to put me at four stress right now. Ah, okay. So I'll just do, I'll take just the one die and hopefully slap him hard enough that he comes to enough, even if he doesn't recognize me, as long as he's awake. So, ah, got a six. So the firm backhand of Johnny with those spiked gloves was enough to uh, get Richie to break (laughs) some skin and that that pain woke him up or at least brought his eyes back on me. (coughs) Let me know what you rolled. Uh, I rolled a six. Ah, yes. Um, in that case, um, you slap him a couple times across the face, and and he does uh, very grottily. Um, hey, Johnny, I'm awake. It's okay. And he like very weakly pushes your hand away, but he's he's up. All right. Um, um, I will take like the a... I'll take the vial of whatever I shot him with and just put that in my pocket because it might be fun for later. And then, um, yeah, we'll, mm-hmm. I will do the whole put his arm over my arm thing and start trying to get him moving. Um, he is very unsteady on his feet. Uh, you are going to need an extra hand in order to 
uh, Carrie drag him uh, back down, back out of this room. Oh yeah, I just call over. It's like Salem, come on, we got to do this. I know he smells and he's sweaty, but we got to do this. <laughs> All right, so. Um, the three of you uh, exit out of this room, and as you do, the uh, operating table that was, or rather, the operating room that had been previously occupied, uh, the door to that opens up, and a doctor steps out. Um, you can tell by the insignia on his shoulder, he is one of the highest-ranking actual, like, surgical doctors in the current military, the current mutant task force. He is a very... Mm, distinguished gentleman um he's very tall he has um graying hair a kind of dicky <laughs> yes it is mr sinister um he has like a a perfectly quaffed handlebar mustache um uh if we were in victorian times he'd probably have a monocle um he turns and looks at you and he, he sneers and he goes you can take that one he wasn't any help before you attempt to leave, I unfortunately am going to need someone's assistance. Um, I guess I'll pop out of the room that I was hiding in. Uh, oh, what, dare I ask, do you need assistance with? Well, I am not quite done um, investigating the mutant gene, and I could always use more samples. He takes his cane and pulls uh pulls the head off of it and pulls out draws a long, long blade. Um and he's like, I unfortunately cannot let you leave um without taking what is due. Um and he's going to advance on you three, or technically you four. Well, technically us like ten, right? Because I still have my duplicates. You do. So he's he's walking on. Ten, there's ten of us, and he's walking up on us like he's gonna kick our butts. Mm-hmm. That's a bold, <laughs> bold move, Cotton. All right. Very bold. All right. So either either he knows about the duplicate power thing, or he is super badass. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and get my my duplicates to like. I they can't touch him, but try to be like high school boy in a fight, you know, getting big and loud and, like, getting in front of his face, <laughs> not really want to throw a punch because nobody knows how to throw a punch in high school, doing that kind of thing, see if that at least stops him, like, hesitates if he has, like, five people in front of him screaming and yelling like they're going to kill him. <laughs> I will have you roll uh, command then, I guess? All right. I, got, I cannot stress myself anymore. I'm going to pass out, so let's take the two dice and <laughs> pray to the spaghetti monster in the sky. Ah, mother pus bucket. I got a one. Oh dear. Yikes. Uh your your boys rush forward and he just he he uh he sees one incoming and just reaches out and kicks it and it poof, uh dissipates in a cloud of dust and particles and he just sneers and slashes his cane and in another movement four more are gone. Um and you have uh I would say you've got about five clones left, um, and he knows they are clones. All right. So he does not. Know, he doesn't know which one of you is the real one, but he is also continuing to advance on you. Salem or Freya, what are you doing? Uh, Freya, I'm gonna turn to Salem. Do you want to do a joint fireball? Absolutely, always. I like the sound of that.
<laughs> All right. Um, I will have uh, both of you do the move then, and we'll see how it works from there. Okay. What do we cast? Is it just um, like we mark the stress? Uh, what is it? Or do I Pi- wreck or skirmish? Um, let's see. Uh, <clears throat> what do the rules say on like skirmish is oh. close contact. Wrecked is, I would say this is a wreck. This is definitely a wreck. It's a fireball. Are we rolling separately? Yes. Got that sweet, sweet six. Heck yeah, with that plus one. Hell yeah. Uh, did you get a six as well? Yes. Awesome. Um, this joint fireball is destructive um it reaches the top of the ceiling and bursts through and just spreads outward in a wave of force um i am going to say that it does dissipate the rest of the johnnies no worries um, but thankfully it does also mostly dissipate the doctor <laughs> um he he is essentially evaporated have you guys seen um the terminator that uh sarah connor goes up to the fence and there's that atomic bomb and then suddenly she's just a fucking stylist. oh yeah yeah, yeah. 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 definitely that's that is essentially what happens Whoa. um the room clears uh, and you can hear alarms blaring um it is a fire alarm it is an intruder bell um and there are screams of panic and screams of orders um and the doctors that were in the room uh, scatter. They're gone. They don't want to fuck with you guys. Um, there is still the woman on the table, but besides that, this hallway is clear, um, if not a little on fire. Um, they were operating on the they woman did. on the table, right? They were. They're gone now. She's just there. Uh, unconscious, from what you can tell. The hero in Dwayne wants to save this person. But I'm thinking right. Johnny, e, Johnny E doesn't probably give a damn. He came to save his, his fat manager, <laughs> and that's all he's here to do right now. And this is escalating. Um, but so we know that there's one door where the guards are going to be coming. We just sent them back that way. Yes. The door was... There is the way that you came from, and then there also is, from where you can see, there is another door in the operating room that you could potentially leave from. All right, yeah. You do not know where it goes, though. Yeah, because the doctors didn't exit past us. They exited deeper into the room they were in, right? Deeper into the room. Okay, so I I think we follow the running doctors because we can't go back the way through all the guards because I don't know how many times you guys can fireball like that without, you know, killing yourselves. I'm getting low on stress. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I say we... Or high on stress. I say we get... Yeah, someone meant. Someone help me with Richie, and we will push into the operating room, and then if there was a gurney or I... something... Uh, there is a gurney yes. in the operating room as well. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> throw big old Johnny on there. And uh, how does the woman look? Does she look like she's going to die, or she's like, if we threw her on top of Johnny, per se, can we wheel, wheel both of them I mean, up? her chest is currently cut open oh she's dead <laughs> she's dead there's nothing there's, no, there's nothing we could do here johnny just johnny just plays a doctor on tv he can't really save people <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah we will All right, who's pushing yeah i am um, yeah i'll push because if, if the because yeah, yeah they have the offensive abilities i'll, I'll yeah. i will push so if they can if they want to have their hands free to do whatever they need to do johnny will push um Okay. Um, you push out uh, uh, through this door, um, 
and come out into, well, uh, a hallway that leads down to, as best as you can tell, a food court. (laughs) Um, It is currently in the process of being evacuated, but you do smell... um, um, it looks like they're serving clam chowder today. You see abandoned lunch trays on the table. Um, everyone is in the process of evacuating. Um, you push through the food court. I'm assuming you don't stop t- <laughs> taking anything. Is there, well, is, is there, is there a Sabaros? Because I can always go for pizza. <laughs> uh, yes, there is 100% a Sabaros. Um, there's also a... Um, like a Panda Express. Uh, a cinnamon bun place. Yeah, and a Panda Express as well. Can nice. you tell me really quickly what a Sabaros is? Oh, it's it, it's <laughs> like bad, bad mall pizza. It's really shitty like pizza. Oh, okay. it's, it's, like, it's like fake New York style mall pizza. It's like terrible. Oh, but it's like in every yeah. mall in Southern California. So it's one of those things. <laughs> Okay, no, thank you. Now I yeah. know. <laughs> so we definitely don't stop for that. No, we do not. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. The the four of you push through the food court chasing after the racing crowd. Um, You go through hallway by hallway and eventually make it to the entrance of this <laughs> giant hospital, um, which leads out right next to the mutant task force um faculty building or not faculty building the mutant task force facility um you can see the giant logo uh from where you are standing at the entrance to this hospital um and already you can see uh smoke is starting to pour out from the windows and hallways but you are for the most part out of the fu- out of the frying pan. Out of the fire, um, right into the frying pan. Oh no! Out 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 of out of the fire, back into the frying pan. Right. Um, you are currently surrounded by medics, um, who notably have left the mutants behind, um, um. Uh, all waiting for the fire services to arrive. Um, how I suppose are you going to get through this crowd and get home? You know, from here, it is about, mm, I'd say, about a one to two hour walk back to camp. Um, you also have the gurneyed Richie to take uh, to to think about as well. Are there um, emergency vehicles? Are there like ambulance style or even like any vehicles of any kind? There are actually. Um, you do see a few uh, um, ambulances parked in the loading dock area um they are currently uh yeah they are currently parked in a loading dock area um you also see uh, a couple fire trucks and uh police vehicles pulling up as well all right my initial thought is to go back to the old trusty look like a doctor thing but since i since we just evaporated who we assume is the head of this place can i look like him that's a smart one, yeah. Uh, you, you, you certainly can. Okay, yeah. So Johnny's pushing. Realize right, right when you guys, it's like one of those cool like TV moments. We're, we're running through the lobby of the hospital, and it's trailing behind us, and it's Johnny. And we come back around, and we're outside the hospital. We step outside. It's that Colonel Doctor guy, whoever he was, now pushing it, <laughs> looking looking the exact same because everything physically looks the same. And then that's gonna be one stressor for me. Yeah. The only thing I'm thinking, could we? I don't know if I could. Someone else wants to take the stress. On our run out, c- 
could there have been any way that we grabbed lab coats for the other two to throw on to make them mm. look like medical professionals? That's like I don't know. That's something we could do on a flashback as we were running. Uh, we, you guys could do that on a flashback. Yes, if someone would like to take that. If someone has, some someone wants to take that stress, I, I don't want to pass myself out here. I can, I can take it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so that's what happens. All right. At some point during our running, it's this cool little montage. We're running. They, so one of them grabs Salem, grabs a coat, and Freya grabs a coat. As we come out the door, <laughs> I look like the the surgeon guy. We get out, and I look for the most nervous looking soldier guy I can see. And yell at him to point me to the nearest vehicle. This is a VIP patient. We need to get him to a new hospital right away. God damn it, son. Quit thinking and get me to a vehicle. And I, I can roll sway. Sway for that? or I get... Yes, please please do. All right, I'll roll my sway, which is two, which I'm going to four. I'm almost tempted to push myself because that won't knock me out. <laughs> when I'm... Yeah, I'll push myself. So, so that would give me five dice? Because if I have two and I push myself... Uh, That'll give me five dice, right? Yes. All right, so I will push myself, but I really want this to work. Uh-huh. And then I roll, and I get... Oh, cool, I got a six. All right. So he snaps to attention. He's like, yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir, right away. It's 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 right over here, and he, he pulls you over to... Or um, he leads you over to the ambulance and hands you the keys. Um, and if everyone is ready, I can wrap up the narration. Sure. Unless you guys would like to do something before you depart. Unless you guys want to turn around and shoot one more fireball at this place and just burn it down. But there's innocent people inside this. I don't know if we should do that. But still. I mean, you're already trying to burn it. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Our check. We did our checklist. We've already left innocent people behind. I mean, our checklist was save Richie, burn that mother down, and we accomplished both. So I'm happy. <laughs> uh, I would like to spend another stress for a flashback to point that sewer exit out to the people we left in that waiting room. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, we we see um, as we see all of you pile into the ambulance and drive away, and the scene pulls out and out and out and zooms back in on that sewer grate, and a hand reaches up and pushes it to the side, and that little boy pops Aww. his head out and takes a look around. Um, even just being in the sun, he looks so much healthier. Um now than he did back in that lab I mean he turns back to the others and um, starts to help one by one uh, help people pile out of the sewer grate and they begin their long trek home um, as the four of you begin your long drive home Um, Richie is still essentially really fucked up Um, he peek behind the curtain, whatever Johnny did give him was actually a sedative. <laughs> I knew it! No, Johnny. Hey, you roll the dice. Um, instead. Mm-hmm. You are not a doctor. <laughs> uh, Johnny, unfortunately, is not capable of stringing together any coherent sentences for <laughs> a couple of days, to be honest. <laughs> Richie, once he does finally come to, explains what happened that night he was taken. Um, he found the sewer grate and made his way into the hospital and found that they weren't curing mutants. They had been experimenting on them to try and cure whatever mutant gene uh, uh, causes those powers. Um, a great many of them uh, were not making it through the operations. He did find that out and uh, raced back here to tell you, but was caught on his way, and then they came for him. 
but he is out for the most part. Um, he is okay for the most part, and the four of you have survived to live another day. However long that may be, now that people have seen your face in the facility, we'll, we'll have to, to wait and see till next time. Nice. We got a sweet tour van out of it, too. Now we have this ambulance. We go on tour. Nice. <laughs> yeah, now you do have an ambulance that they are now able to track and locate and know is theirs. But we'll, we'll have to deal with that in Details. another time. Nice. Awesome. This was fun. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys so good. much for playing. Thank you for running it. Yeah, um, so in order to wrap up, let's go around one more time, um, plug anything you want to plug, um, list any social medias that you, you want people to find you at, any cool causes or anything that you're doing. Um, uh, I guess I will start. I am uh, Cole Burkhart. I am on the IPM organizational team, so I guess this is what I'm promoting. Mm -hmm. um, I am also a lead producer on the Piece of Cake podcasting network. Um, you can find us on Twitter at POC Podcasting. Um, we currently have auditions open. I think it'll be closed by the time this episode airs. Um, but we also have a couple um, secret uh, podcast projects that should hopefully be announced by the time this episode is released. So keep, keep an ear out for that. Um, Bianca, where can people find you? Uh, yes, uh, I can be found on Twitter or Instagram as uh, Bianca Zelda. Uh, I am a member of the Broadswords, uh, all women D&D podcast. I also am a player in Facades of Gods, which is a Fate Core podcast. Um, and for funsies, I also stream on the Greyhawk Network, uh, a Monster of the Week game. Cool. Uh, Dwayne, where can we find you? Sure. Uh, I'm Dwayne Feenstra. Uh, I'm at Dwayne Feenstra because I'm not very creative when it comes to the Twitter. Um, <laughs> I am the, the GM for, uh, Flight Risk. It's, uh, Star Wars actual play set in the, uh, old, Rep old Republic era. It's a dramedy. A uh, bunch of mercenaries go on crazy missions. Uh, Velvet is one of my players. Um, you can find us at flightrisk.simplecast.fm. Uh, also, Flight Risk Pod on Twitter. All right. And Velvet, where can we find you? Hi, everyone. Again, I am Velvet Divine. You can find me on the interwebs at OG Brown Sugar. Uh, like Dwayne mentioned, I'm a player in his Star Wars dramedy podcast, Flight Risk. You can find that at, at Flight Risk uh, Podcast. I also play Maeve in Stories of a Broken Sun, which you can find at Broken Sun RPG. And you can catch me this Friday on the uh, Morty's Devils Twitch stream on the Phantom Robles channel. Fangirls. Don't forget fangirls. Oh, yes. And <laughs> <laughs> you can hear me as the mom friend, Christy, on What the Force's Fangirls audio drama. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> mom friend is my favorite character. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you so much. And uh, we hope you have a great rest of International Podcasting Month. And everyone can end the recordings there. <laughs> thank you. The intro and outro music for all IPM episodes is Morning Dew by Liquid and used under a Creative Commons license. The link is in the show notes. You can support International Podcast Month via coffee or PayPal and by retweeting, sharing, and talking about the event using the IPM 2019 hashtag. Head on over to internationalpodcastmonth.com for the month-long blog and information on the event. International Podcast Month, celebrating creators, sharing listeners.